Peter Hill Explains, where I invite you to join the science teaching conversation with me about... Episode 1 of 21 Candlesticks Every Trader Should Know. Now this is an epic podcast. I don't know how many episodes it's going to go through. Uh, Easily 40, 80 pages here to go through. And the candlestick is a method of representing the volatility of a trade, whether it's moving up or down, colours or or full. Uh, It's basically an error bar with a second thick section, the candle section. And it's promoted as the key insight which allows a day trader, an entry-level trader, to come in and make a... uh, a guess as to what's going on for the market uh, to generate value. Now, <coughs> there's two sorts of things uh, that the the market um, uh, gives value to capital. So capital is necessary to raise money and people buy capital and rent the capital. So if you have capital, you can give it and, and rent it as part of capitalism. So that's, that's the fundamental aspect. So if I have $10, I can sell that $10 worth of capital to someone and they can give back the $10 a bit later on. This is the fundamental aspect of capitalism. Then there's the aspect that you can make some additional money. And uh, this is the value of your judgment in providing capital to the correct person uh, will be rewarded. That person will be, if you, uh, if you have greater information, greater knowledge, you can provide that information to someone and be rewarded for your greater insight. So over time, the more insightful people will have more money and put <coughs> put it in more and more valuable stocks. And this actually goes right down to the heart of the value uh, of knowledge and value in capitalism. So um, one of the things is that uh, something which has knowledge associated with it has value, but as soon as the knowledge disappears from it, it can reduce. So if I have a, a car in a um, new car area, and I buy it, and I drive it around the block, its value drops down, not due to the amount of wear and tear uh, of it going around the block, because you can actually calculate that, say, from the value drop from the second to the third week, which would be approximately the same as the first the second week, that first drop down is the fact that uh, people no longer have definitive knowledge. So um, this is sort of the paradox, is that um, uh, do I have a, um, a method of getting through or solving a problem which actually doesn't actually solve the problem? It would be very interesting to go through. So... Um, say if you're stuck in a maze and uh, you have so much money, you can actually give money to people who are good at getting you out of the maze, or you can give money and and to people who, for different reasons, and randomly they can be the best people getting it out. Now, the sort of scientists would say that the actual the the person who has the actual knowledge and the ability can produce the advantage. Uh, Whereas other people coming in will have a different, a different viewpoint. So, very much from the outset, there's a sort of scepticism that you can have a, um, a method, a candlestick, a method, 
maybe a candlestick method, a, a method of, re, of um, representing trades such as visible, which allows you to apply logic, and uh, that logic will allow you to provide the best um, way of making money, as opposed to having logic knowledge that a stock is undervalued um, and being able to perceive its its um, value later on. People read, basically, if you've got a stock with a story and if people believe the story, they will invest in the story. So it's sort of really an extension of man as a narrative animal. Um, you then, say, have a marketplace of narratives and the narrative which sounds the most credible you then resource, and it is the most credible. It comes, comes across as the marketplace is, is for narratives, and uh, there should actually be a reward for the person who is best able to judge those narratives. Now, that's directly, this is sort of indirect, that the narrative is translated into stock uh, fluctuations. It's sort of a secondary effect, and reading those secondary effects allows you to go through candlesticks. So let's just start off this candlesticks. Uh, Every trader should know by Dr. Melvin Pasnak, uh, Pasternak. Okay, and uh, we don't necessarily have. It's the unreleased manuscript. So one one has to wonder um, uh, what the background of this, this guy is and how credible it is. Uh, but there's, uh, uh, what is it, um, some four sections. And the last section is about the author. So eventually we'll get, many, many pages we'll get about the author. And I haven't have to be good on this because I haven't actually put um, a, uh, um, what is it, the page numbers on this. I didn't select the option, which means I'm going to have to be super good. Wind goes along and I'll be absolutely decimated and destroyed. So let's start off. Introduction. Candlesticks are one of the most powerful technical analysis tools in a trader's toolkit. Well, yeah, I have to question that. Your The candlestick analysis method, um, but the candlestick itself is actually just a representation. While candlesticks charts date back from Japan in the 1700s, this form of charting did not become popular in the Western world until the early 1990s. Since that time, they have become the default mode of charting for serious technical analysts, replacing the open, high, low, uh, close bar chart. So essentially, it's a different way of charting a, a bar chart. So a bar chart will have something high and low. This has a bit more information associated with it. I think it's the colour is where the, the chart is going up and um, then there's the bulk of the trade and some excursions. Uh, there has been a great deal of cogent information published on candlestick charting both in book form and the World Wide Web. Many of the works, however, are encyclopedic in nature. There are perhaps a hundred individual candlesticks and candlestick patterns that are represented. A daunting amount of information for a trader to learn. One would say that uh, what is a trader learning when you, it's something very automatically that you write a computer code for. 
Uh, in this book, I have selected 21 candles out of perhaps 100. I believe every trader should know by name. Uh, these are candles that my experience occur most frequently and have the greatest relevance to making trading decisions. Right, so it's, it is interesting that uh, he's got 21 candles, so it's a sequence of the trades going up, reaching ceiling, uh, excursions and things like that. Uh, my overall thing is that surely this would be, um, the data structure would be some sort of tree, evolutionary tree, to go through and there will be some structure to it so it would be interesting to see. Uh, uh, I should just point at this time a, a hello, a special hello to um, a very dear friend of mine who is interested in this area and uh, has said oh look have a look at it, Here's, have a little look at this. Um, I suppose if you want to speak with him you'll more sort of know more about me and a chat you really should know this and here, just have a quick look at this, and this is this 80-page detailed document that um, uh, would, would requires a lot of effort to go through. But this speaks speaks a lot to it in that um, people um, tend to um, sort of uh, say someone's knowledgeable or not knowledgeable. Well, here you can actually hear the actual knowledge going in drip by drip, and I think you really have to read and go through it deeply to see what's going on. Just knowing the name of, the, uh, of a person helps you immediately recognise them on a crowded street. So being able to name the candlestick allows you to pick out the chart pattern. Being able to name it allows you to... Uh, yeah, surely, yeah, I mean, surely I must... Uh, I would expect that you'd be able to... Um, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to... Um, I do a little, I'm going to do a little fold, say I've done a page. So what is it? once I've read a page, I'm going to fold the top left-hand corner. So I haven't read this page. That's good. Okay. Now to appreciate technical implications and increase the accuracy of your predictions, surely if a candlestick is a parameter sort of data you could actually write an analysis program. I'm sure I can write a simple lab view or Excel lab analysis problem which gives the information. So already you, your trade is condensed at this point then a series of candlesticks would be identified at certain things. In my trading I tried to integrate candlestick analysis, moving averages, Bollinger brands, price patterns such as triangles and indicators such as uh, stochastics or CCI to reach decisions. Well, this is interesting because uh, you are trying to read ahead what a collective data analysis based on other things across. So there, that's a fair amount of things. Bollinger brands, price patterns, whatever that means. I find the more information which is integrated, the more likely the decision is to be correct. Well, sh surely you can uh, save your money and run an artificial, you know, uh, you know, take a, a, a year in history and work out whether you're going to do it. In this book, I've chosen to combine moving averages, Bollinger Brands, and two indicators, Stochastic and CCI, of various charts. So, unfortunately, this person here hasn't defined for me 
what these things, Bollinger Brands, are. Stochastical. Stochastic means statistics. And CCI, I don't know what that means. As we discuss individual candlesticks or candlestick patterns, I integrate these tools into the discussion. Hopefully, you will not only learn how to recognize candles from this book, but also appreciate how you combine them with the traditional tools of technical analysis. Dare I say, as a, as a scientist who's analyzing, say, mining data and, and technical data, it's the, um, uh, for me, if I have two, two measures, they produce something and you place them into a space and create a frontier and look at frontier sensitivity. Uh, it's like typical of these things, like in a factory. I think at school everyone is told to um, control all variables and, and vary one. Or in factories situations, you've often got two or three variables and the two or three variables create, create a surface. And as a, as a fourth parameter changes, that surface migrates up and down. And uh, uh, the, I think um, there may be a saying that uh, uh, what teachers have uh, don't have in knowledge, they make up for in denial. So if they don't know something, they deny that it's important. So if they, if they teach you a certain area of this one variable, uh, look at one variable at a time without integrating them. This is uh, frontier analysis, or it's called frontier analysis. They simply, rather than say, I don't know, they deny that it's important. Let's go here. Uh, but also appreciate how you can align them with traditional tools of technical analysis. In this book, my focus is on minor trends reversals, uh, the kind of reversals of most interest to the trader. A minor trend typically lasts 5 to 15 days, although on occasion I have seen it stretch out for about 30 trading days. In these same candlestick principles work equally well, however, on 5 minute or weekly charts. Um, it is simply a matter of adapting this information to the time frame you are trading in. Okay, now there's the complexity here of options. And it's quite, quite interesting. It, it really uh, begs the question, like I've got options, and you have to really sort of understand. So, so it's, it's rather strange thing is in that you've got yourself as a research scientist trying to sell ideas to essentially people who don't understand them, but they do understand um, this almost astrology. It sounds, it sounds as though it's getting onto astrology to me. Okay, candlesticks anticipate, indicators follow trends, confirm. But it sounds like tr follow trend lines. Oh, right. So candlesticks anticipate, indicators follow a trend. So candlesticks anticipate, indicators follow the trend, and then the trend of, uh, follow what's happening, and trend lines confirm what's going on. My immediate thing is, is, is unfortunately to say bollocks, but let's go. Um, I call candlesticks anticipatory an indicators. You haven't come across this wording before, since it's my own terminology. An anticipatory indicator gives a signal in advance of much other market action. In other words, 
is a leading indicator of market activity. Momentum indicators such as CCI or stochastics are also anticipatory since they usually momentum precedes a price. Typically, so this is this is sort of like looking at astrology to say you, know, you will you're going is typically is this really a form of alchemy ancient astrology where I look at the stars and I say tomorrow Mars is in Taurus so don't upset the bulls typically however given rapidly movement momentum indicators such as CCI lags the candle signals by a day or two this is why candles a bit where's the statistical price if you make a statement like that surely you can back it up with statistical numbers but it's more concerned about this when you receive a candle I've got to be careful signal followed by a momentum signal such as stochastics which communicates the same message it's likely that in combination they're accurately predicting what's going to happen with the stock surely you can actually provide student T's statistical analysis up. on the other hand the break of a trend line or a moving average crossover is what I call confirming signal it usually occurs days after the peak or bottom of the price and much after the candlestick indicator signals well surely you can you can back that up with figures. I mean, gee whiz, if I was building a driverless well, you know, building robots and stuff like that, you'd just sit it out there and watch it perform. Okay. On the other hand, the break of a trend line or a moving average crossover is what I call a confirming signal. It usually occurs days later after the peak bottom of the price and much after the candlestick indicated signals. Depending on your trading style, you can act on the anticipatory signal. However, if you prefer to be cautious and wait for more evidence, candlesticks anticipate a change in the trend and put you on the alert that a reversal may be imminent. It does really sound to me like um, like poor quality gambling. It's sort of like I'm going to, you know, these people. So I, I've gone around Adelaide Casino and seen people with charts and stuff like that. This is in the middle of a PhD, I'd say, "Oh, let's go out and have a drink." And the only place open back back in the late '80s was the Adelaide Casino. Go out there, and you'd walk around, lots of drinks and people playing. And these mad Adelaide people um, with charts trying to predict a roulette wheel—amazing. Um, depending on your trait, I say, how to read. A candlestick chart. If you are already familiar with basic candlesticks, you can skim this section. Well, I'm not. If you have seen candles on the web but have not studied them in detail, then you will be now given the background you'll need to use candles. <sighs> okay, candles may be created for any period of chart monthly, weekly, hourly, or even one minute. When I discuss candles in this book, I'll use the daily chart examples, but be aware that you can create candle charts for virtually any period. Surely, <coughs> you should be able to feed your data into Excel. Bar versus candlestick charts. Below 
um, uh, three months bar charts of three main month candle charts, candlesticks of IBM. See if you can spot any difference in the data series. Okay, well, unfortunately, if you out there in podcast land, you're not going to do it, but here I can see. See this, so he's, he's got the IBM, and the IBM is going here, and um, so it's the same data, but it's, it's printed with candlesticks. So, <clears throat> if it's, the price is decreasing, it's black, if it's increasing, it's white. And they look pretty similar to me, but it's the size of the candlestick. I'd, okay, now it's not nothing to you, but they look fairly similar, except the candlesticks, if it's if the price is falling, it's black, if it's not falling, it's white. And I'm not quite sure what the wick of the candle is, but let's read here. And now look, the light's beginning to fade here, so we're going to stop this fairly soon. Hard to spot the difference? That's because there isn't any. Both bar charts and candlestick charts contain exactly the same information, only it's presented to the trader in a different form. Both bar charts and candlestick charts contain the same data. The high... Um, for the period, the day, the low, um, the open, and the close. Ah, oh. well, that's actually dumber than I've ever thought. That is really dumb. So, um, so the 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 the, the, the week is the. Um, the range and then the open close there so you can sort of see that that's getting beyond stupid if I could possibly imagine it. it's sort of like open close is sort of rather an arbitrary thing thing if we're going across okay so we're going through this and we'll probably get to our next page so open and close so open close is where you fat that goes across and then you extension now if it's just slowly drinking between the two two extremes it's um, um, there it's just this is probably getting insanely stupid I can in a candlestick check however the names are changed the difference between the open and the close is called the real body the fat body the amount of the stock uh, went higher beyond the real body is called the upper shadow and the amount the lower is called the lower shadow so rather than a week they call it shadow and body the real body start and finish the amount um, of the candle is clear or white it means the opening was lower than the high it's going up if it's full it's the stock went down this information is shown below okay well there you go. Uh, it's that's a way of measuring. I don't. I'm not all that good now. Unfortunately, uh, the light is fading, so I'll have to get this up and running. Thanks a lot for listening.
podcast, another story comes to a close. It's been a pleasure sharing this moment in time with you. May you discover truly amazing things, understand them and tell others. Thanks for listening.